Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Sam Osborne, also known as Southworth Sam. Sam underwent a life-changing event in 2008 when a piece of metal flew through his left eyeball, causing him to have emergency surgery. This event caused pain, frustration, and depression, but ultimately led him to become an imposter syndrome expert and Demartini method facilitator. Imposter syndrome can cause individuals to feel like frauds or imposters, but Sam helps individuals to break the cycle and clarify the hierarchy of their values to start living authentically and avoiding self-doubt and anxiety. This experience ignited a passion within him to lead to become a teacher of self-mastery, sharing the insights and knowledge he gained from various sources of written wisdom. He also believes in the transformative power of education and aims to inspire others to unlock their full potential. So I'm really excited to have Selfware Sam on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Jeff, thank you so much. And hello to all the listeners. It's an absolute pleasure to be talking with you all the way from Melbourne, Australia in Down Under. How, how's everybody going today? I love it, man. So listen, do me a favor. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what makes you so amazing. Okay. Well, I call myself Self-Worth Sam because many years ago I didn't have too much self-worth and I wanted some. So you can imagine he's a guy around about 28 years of age wanting to start a small business as a professional entertainer, specifically as a human beatboxer. That is someone who can create realistic drum loop uh, sound effects with their voice and sound effects, but I procrastinated doing something that I really loved and I was going through imposter syndrome and I put off my dream for a long time, but eventually I decided I've got to do something about this and I started to explore what it meant to raise my self-worth and I was able to discover some pretty interesting things about self-worth and so I've decided to devote my life to helping others to raise their self-worth as well. I have a long background in education as a teacher for children, adolescents and adults. And I've also got a entertainment background, of course, as the human beatboxer, also as a living statue performer. That's one of these people that stand in the street completely still in bizarre costumes and get paid to scare the living daylights out of people. It's a very satisfying job. And nowadays I am self-worth Sam and I'm helping people to overcome imposter syndrome and raise their self-worth. What an amazing journey. I love the way you were describing that. I want to ask you something. What is the difference though, in your opinion, between imposter syndrome and having low self-esteem? 
right? It would seem to me that those kind of uh, one in the same, but they can have different meanings to different people. Can you talk a little bit about that and, you know, what are the nuances between the two? Yeah, so low self-esteem can be affected or be caused by many different things. It can be someone treating you like dirt and calling you names throughout childhood and that can reduce your your self-esteem. And it could be things like you've tried a certain thing and you've failed that many times that you just, you feel bad about yourself. So self-esteem is a, a quite a big area or a, an experience that humans can go through and it has many causes. Imposter syndrome, however, is a very specific type of self-doubt and it's a, a, a psychological state of doubting your successes, doubting your intelligence and doubting your achievements despite evidence of ongoing success. Imposter syndrome also comes along with a fear of being exposed as an intellectual fraud. And I'll just make the difference between imposter syndrome and general self-doubt. So self-doubt in general would be where a person has not ever done the particular task or had a particular job or started a, a business. They haven't got the experience and they're feeling some insecurities about doing it for the first time. That's not really imposter syndrome. That's just a a general self-doubt. Imposter syndrome is where you have been doing that task for a while. You have been in your position. You've perhaps got some experience behind you. In fact, it's a lot of people who have got a lot of experience behind them who often still feel like a fraud despite having the evidence of ongoing success. They've got the accolades on the wall People have praised them for their work. And so that's the difference between imposter syndrome and general self-doubt. As you're describing that, one of the things that was really interesting for me is that I consider my career rather storied, right? I've been a digital marketer now. Like I told you before, LinkedIn tells me I've been doing this for 20 years. I have done just about everything in digital marketing that, you know, this entire industry has to offer. And what's interesting about digital marketers in general is that they can be kind of toxic, right? There is a lot of toxicity that goes around, you know, whether you're, you know, whether you're part of the million dollar club or whether you just made a million dollars gross, but nobody looks at all the expenses that you had that who knows if you even made money off of that million dollars, right? There are just so many nuances and so many people putting on airs that if you don't fight the imposter syndrome, if you don't sit there and think about what it is that people are thinking about, you know, as they're throwing around all these accolades and trying to make themselves feel better, I think what happens is, you know, like if you're not in the right place mentally, you really can start to doubt yourself, right? You really can start to think like, wait a second, am I really that good? Am I really that hot? You know, it's like, and then be, you know, like you said, despite all the accolades and the past accomplishments that you have, that you still feel the imposter syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. That's tough, right? That's something really mm-hmm. tough to go through. How do you help people then figure out like, hey, you know something that that's your imposter talking? Like, how do you like, how do you get them to start thinking about, you know, like, you know something? There's a lot more to it than that. And this isn't just blowing sunshine their way. There is a lot more nuance going on. How does that look in your world? Okay, so I'm going to give you my one big tip right now that we talked about. That is, if you're going through imposter syndrome, clarify and live by your highest values. And what I mean by your highest values is the things that you are most inspired by, the things that have the most meaning for you, the areas of your life where you are most organized, disciplined, don't require any uh, reminders from anybody. 
It's the, the activities and let us say guiding principles that you love about life and you can't wait to get up and do every morning. And you would do it even if you weren't being paid for it, so to speak. But you'll find that once you start to pursue your values that you can actually build a business around it. But that's another, another thing. I'm going to say that the cause of imposter syndrome is when a person is living out of alignment with their highest values and they are trying to live up to somebody else's values. They're trying to inject somebody else's values into their life and they are subordinating themselves to often one particular individual in their life or an idealized version of who they should be. And so there's a lot of moralizing going on inside someone's mind where they will minimize themselves in comparison to others. And therefore that's where the imposter aspect comes in. They try to be this person up here rather than their, their authentic self. Uh, my mentor, Dr. John D. Martini, once said, an individual who is living out of alignment with their values is an imposter, uh, whereas an individual who is living in alignment with their values is authentic. So the solution to imposter syndrome is to clarify and live by your highest values. And I'll be happy to go through how to do that for you. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to learn a little bit more about it, you know, principally because you know, like the way I see it, there are a lot of ways that, you know, negative self-talk can really get you down, right? And you really got to keep that in check. You really have to think to yourself, like, you know, something like, am I a great marketer? No, you, you know, no, I'm not. Or actually, hell yeah, of course I am. But, you know, maybe not for this particular niche. Maybe I'm better, you know, like for that niche. Talk to us a little bit more about really what goes on and how you can identify that hierarchy so that you can then conquer it and, you know, make things better. Okay, so for me, there are seven areas of life and there is spiritual. And when I mean spiritual, I mean your meaning and your purpose. There's financial, there's your physical, that could be your health, your vitality. There's your social life, there's your family life, there's your, there's your mental life and your vocation. So vocation is usually your job, your career or your business. So they're just seven areas of life that you can categorize life by. They're not the only areas, but they're, it's just a nice framework what I recommend to people is to put that list in order of priority from the most important to the least important, just the seven areas, which of those areas are the most important down to the least important. And that can be a challenging exercise because you've got to really sit there and go, well, are finances more important to me than health? Is, is spiritual purpose more important to me than my family? And you have to grapple and struggle with it, but it's a, a very rewarding exercise to find out what you truly value. Now, here's the problem. Most people think they know what they value when in fact those are the, they are living by the values that their parents have lovingly tried to teach them to value or they're living by the values that perhaps teachers or uh, in a lot of cases religious values or the values of society have been injecting and trying to shape people by. So trying to find your own values can be a, a bit of a struggle for people for the first time when they really go, what's, what's in my heart and what do I really want to do? But here's an easy tip. Your life demonstrates your values. So you don't really have to look too far to find out uh, hints about what you truly value. So you can look at where you spe spend your time, how you spend your money, what you like to think about, what conversation topics you like to have, how you spend your energy, 
And you can just look around, how do you fill your space, your physical space? And you're going to have hints at what your, your values are. For me, if you look around here, you can't see it, but I've got books over here. I've got my desk and you can see a lot of things in my life that say, I value education. I value business and I value things like uh, health because I'm, I'm doing things like working out and yoga. So your life and the facts will demonstrate your values. That's really profound, right? Because one of the, you know, as you were describing that, I was looking around my man cave, right? You know, the things that I have in here. Your man cave's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I have, you know, like the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff uh, in the background. I have the colored lights, but also, you know, like it, it, as I was thinking about what you were saying, it's like, yeah, you know, I enjoy not only creating, you know, creating businesses and creating opportunities, but also creating opportunities for others. Right. Based on the people that the people that work for me, I, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm not looking to hire you just for a project. I'm looking for you to stick around for years, not months. And those are the kinds of relationships that I crave. Right. That I look for, you know, that I try to embody as well. It doesn't always work out like that. Right. You know, you're not always compatible with everybody. But for the most part, you know, like I feel like I've done a pretty good job of, you know, keeping people around, you know, and especially in different countries and different cultures, being able to get them to think about, you know, hey, you know, this Jeff, he's a really good guy. I really like working with him. He gives me interesting work and let's keep this train rolling. And that for me, you know, is one of the things that does elevate my reason for being right. And I also do my best to try to make sure that that they are also fulfilled as well. One thing I wanted to ask you about, though, is once you get somebody to really articulate that, you know, what are the things that move them? What are the, you know, clarify the hierarchy, you know, as you put it, what mm -hmm. happens then? How do they actually put that into practice and, you know, get out of that rut and, you know, take off that imposter, that imposter identity and really start living, as you said, authentically? and being able to go out into the world and make things happen for themselves. Yeah. So the, the guiding principle, then some practical tips. So the guiding principle is stop comparing yourself to others and start comparing your daily actions to your hierarchy of values. So if you're not comparing yourself to other people, that's a great start. But if you compare yourself to your, your daily actions, to your hierarchy of values, you can say, well, did I do things today that are helping me to fulfill my highest values or not? That's a simple question you can ask. So the next step is to take your hierarchy of values, those seven areas of life, seven areas of life, and think, well, what are the activities and guiding principles and concepts that inspire me in each of those seven areas of, of life and start to add them to your daily life, to your schedule, and break them down into small achievable tasks that you can use like a checklist at the end of the day, say, what did I do today? What little activities did I complete today or at least attempt that are connected to fulfilling my highest values? When you can check things off on that checklist, your self-worth goes up because now you are comparing your daily actions to your highest values, not somebody else's. You're going to feel fulfilled or you're going to start to feel authentic and imposter syndrome will literally start to dissolve. I love it. Thank you so much for articulating that. Sam, where can people learn more about you and how can they reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? Selfworthsam.com is the best place to go. And from there, you can book a 15-minute call with me if you want to work with me 
There's also a free online course at selfworthsam.com. Otherwise, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, just type in selfworthsam and I'm pretty easy to find. I love it. Sam, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you Jeff. breaking this down. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.